Hey everyone, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. I'm Tiffany Blackman. How are you doing out there? My goodness, it's so great to talk to you and to see you. You can see me, right, on YouTube, I guess so. Well, it's great to talk to you today, and guess what? I have another wonderful, wonderful guest in the studio today with me, and let me tell you, I've been waiting to have her for quite a long time, and the timing could not be better. Oh, my goodness. Everyone, welcome to my show, one of my besties, Stephanie Perry. Hey, Steph, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Tiffany? I'm just fabulous, of course, (laughs) right? Of course we're fabulous. Everything going okay with you? Oh, yeah, it's great. Minus, it's a little hot outside. Oh, I know. You well, know me goodness. in the Texas heat does not agree. Okay, what is the month? It's June. Yeah, it's getting a little warm. Mm-hmm. I heard it. Oh, I thought about you because a friend told me it's going to be 102 degrees next week. I'm like, oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my friend Steph does not like the heat whatsoever. I like the heat, can't stand it cold. So we're, <laughs> we're back. So how do we know each other? We're going to back this up. So I've told you all a little bit about myself. You know, I love fitness. I adore fitness. And I, you know what? I don't even, I say this is fitness, but it's, it's so mind body for me. Stephanie has been my Pilates instructor for over 10 years now. So yeah, ten yeah years. over 10 years. So when you um, get up in the morning and you're the only person in Fort Worth, I guarantee you <laughs> and Austin that will teach you Pilates. Are you all ready? I've told you this before. 5 a.m. Oh, yeah. I'm the 5 a.m. person. Why would you do that? Oh, one, I am a morning person. So I would rather teach someone, well, not just someone, you at 5 a.m. <laughs> right. No one get any ideas, okay? <laughs> 5 a.m. No, that's it. Right. 5 a.m. slots are all filled, okay? Yeah. They're done. 5 a.m. at probably any time than do like a night. I am not a night person. No. So 5 a.m., it's just nice. You get up, get your day going. And, you know, it's also nice to be up and out when really no one else is. Absolutely. You know, I've had some challenges. Trainers work out. My trainer now, Sam. Well, he'll only do six a.m. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and that's okay. It's a it's a choice. But um, I had a five a.m. trainer in Austin, but not a Pilates. And um, I'm so lucky because I'm a morning person too. Mm-hmm. I can't. When I used to teach, I um, nighttime. I remember at one point I had to teach whatever was available. I remember I had a nine p.m. class. Oh my gosh! No, no way! No, nine? No, 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 no. So. Everyone, Stephanie has D-Method, mm-hmm. and I've been taking, like I said, I've been taking with her for a very long time, 10 years, and actually, we just got Greg on board with taking. Yes. I know. I mean, He's doing awesome. I know. I'm, I, I'm so proud of him. But Stephanie, D-Method, so we started back over to Bundios, mm-hmm. and um, that's how I met you. So Greg did one class. Remember when he did one class? He was one and done, right? Yeah, but, one and done. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't mentally ready for Pilates, and mm-hmm. that's what we do together, Reformer Pilates. So... What do you think Greg wasn't ready then? Because he was training uh, for Taekwondo belt. Well, I think he just maybe wasn't in the right mindset. He was so focused on doing his Taekwondo, more of doing weight training. He wasn't really focused on something that was so balanced and core oriented because you know Pilates what's so unique about it is that the whole focus of it is that you are yes toning your muscles but you're working on flexibility and core the whole time and you're working on postural alignment the whole time which is why it's so so great especially for people I mean if I get so excited when someone like Kennedy's age starts Mm -hmm. it because they can truly do it their whole life but as you know as we age with every decade 
decade, we start losing not only bone density, but we start losing our flexibility and all of that can lead to injury. Mm -hmm. And so typically people start coming to Pilates because they start feeling badly. They start having back pain or the hip pain, or they start noticing they're losing their balance. And so I think like with Greg, it was his Taekwondo teacher, right? Or his Jiu-Jitsu teacher that finally said, you got to do Pilates. I yeah. see what Tiffy's doing. Yeah. This is really going to help you. And so then he finally got on board and now he loves it. He loves right? it. Right? He does love it. And and I'm, I'm going to get into how how he's taking and everything, but um, he does love it. And I agree. He was so into, and you know, you grew up Southern California mm-hmm. yep. and San Diego. very much fitness. That was your life. Yep. I mean, very, um, you, I, I read where your parents, you were going on a vacation and it's amazing. <laughs> I've known this woman for 10 years, but I didn't know anything until I read her bio. Oh my gosh. So sorry. But, um, you would go on vacation and they would pull over the side of the road and let you just wear yourself out. Oh yeah. Cause they you're, would. you're an active person, mm-hmm. even if you guys always been that way. Yeah. Always been that way. So that brought you to your love of fitness. And back to Greg, I think it was that, I don't know if you remember this, no pain, no gain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's not the scoop any longer. I mean, mm-hmm. when I work out with my my personal trainer, it's not a no pain, no gain, but I've been there. And that's why I came to, to Pilates in the first place because I was injured. Mm-hmm. Remember my neck? Yeah, you were. I, yeah. So I went to, I turned to Pilates and I had the injury in my neck. And you all know this, that we've talked about this injury in my neck and the injury in the back. And you guided me through that. Mm-hmm. So how does, how does having a person with an injury, how does that, I mean, does that ever scare you or? It doesn't now, Tiff, as a new teacher, it sure did. As a new teacher, it would have probably petrified me and I would have gone over all of my, you know, got all my manuals out, would have talked to my mentors and said, oh my gosh, okay, let me review everything. Let me review all of my anatomy. But now, you know, I've been doing this 20 years. Oh my so gosh. I've been, can you believe that? 20 no, years. No. I can't even, I mean... I can't believe I'm old enough to can't even, even believe you're 20, right? right? Oh, <laughs> exactly. Gosh. So right. 20 years I've been at this. And so I've just, with that time, I've worked with so many bodies and so many people that to me, it's like a great challenge. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. It doesn't, cause when you understand the body and you know, anatomy and you know, exactly then, okay. It's, it's like a puzzle. It's like mm-hmm. working with the puzzle. I know exactly what the objective is, what we need to work on, what things we need to not do, what things we need to strengthen, what things we need to stretch out. And so when I look at it that way, it becomes really easy and right. it's not, and then it makes it very approachable. Right. And, and growing up, you had a passion for sports as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. and fitness across the board. Yeah. And then at one point, didn't you have an injury or something? I did. Yeah. So I grew up doing competitive soccer and gymnastics. And I actually had a really bad injury dismounting off the beam. And so when I was a senior in high school, and so at that point I helped coach the JV team and that's when I really, and I actually had a little brief stint in lacrosse. I was a goalie in lacrosse. Oh, love. Are you joking? Uh-uh. No, I was no. the only person crazy enough that they talked into being the goalie. They had a new team. They're like, hey, she's injured. Who Let can her we get it. to be the goalie? I'm like, me, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do anything. Bruises like this big all oh, over me. Terrible. Okay. And so. Yes. So that's, so I did have an injury. And so Pilates did help me rehab through that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you 
at some point decided, I still, I, you know, I talk, we talk about this from Southern California. Mm-hmm. You came to TCU. Yes, I sure did. I mean, Kennedy has so many California mm-hmm. um, sorority sisters and, 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 and classmates. It is amazing the number of Californians that come to TCU. So you came to TCU and you didn't leave. <laughs> You're still here. Well... I'm- well, well, dot, yeah. dot, dot. Exactly. Dot, dot. <laughs> Give us a minute. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you didn't leave. So what was that? I mean, wait, did you meet Steve, your husband? I did. At TCU? Sort of. You're a cougar, though. I am. You're I a cougar. am. Yeah, I must <laughs> confess it's true. Yeah. She's a cougar. <laughs> okay, tell us about that. So you came to TCU. Came to TCU. So first of all, you know, TCU has a huge, like, recruiting, like, stronghold in Southern California. That's so that's why a lot of San Diegans go, specifically San Diego, L.A. a little bit, but specifically Southern California goes to uh, TCU. So went to TCU. Um met Steve and how I met him was we, I pledged 80 pie. So we had our first party coming up, which is called victory. And I needed a date. Didn't know anyone. Now I would have just gone by myself probably. But back then, you know, I thought, no, no, I need a date, need to have a date. And one of my pledge sisters said, oh, my boyfriend's best friend. He's this guy named Steve. I really think you'll like him, but he's a year younger. He's still in high school. Does that bug you? I thought, eh. That's fine. Still, you were a sophomore? Or? I was a freshman. Okay. So all right, just all right. a year different. Just so, a year. Right, right. You were a senior. Yeah. Nasty. So I, so I was I was 18 at the time, and he was like just, he was like 16, 17, no. you know. Like, yes, no. Yes. No, I can't. So, so, I can't even. So, <laughs> so I went to like her parents' house. I guess they all got together and get ready for this. Because he couldn't drive. They watched WWF. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're joking. No. Okay. And so I didn't even know what that was. I was like, what is this? Is this a costume? I don't get it. So we all got together and uh, I saw him and I was like, oh, he'll do. He's cute. And so he'll do. He's good. So he left and I called him up and I said, hey, don't know if you remember me. And he's like, yeah, just met you. And I'm like, do you want to go out with me to this party victory? And he said, yes, I'd love to. So I'm all good. Get my, you know, get my dress. My roommate was a Zeta. She had her victory that night too. So I'm all, you know, I'm all excited. Have my hair appointment. He calls me and says, hey, Steph, um, I'm so sorry, but my mom, she says that um, I can't go. And I'm thinking... <laughs> What? trouble. I'm oh. like, okay, whatever. Okay. You're, uh, you okay, just don't mind. like me. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm not thinking his mom really wouldn't let right. go. Right. And so I'm just like, okay, moving on. So I get set up with the pie cap. Okay. And oh, so wow. mm. I'm like, okay, blind yeah. date, get set up. So fast forward to the day of the party and I'm all done up, hair done, cute little dress and everything. I wait, I call the pie cap like I'm supposed to, to figure out where we're supposed to meet. And he says, Steph, I'm so sorry. Um, we had a miscommunication. I I, I can't go. And what? I just said, what? Oh, what no. do you mean? And he said, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. And I just said, oh, don't worry about it. So there I am. All, I'm stood up and I was too embarrassed to go by myself. So I do what you do. I order pizza. I'm like eating Oreos, <laughs> feeling sorry for myself, ice cream. ice cream, you know, my roommates at her, you know, off at her thing. And the phone rings. So I'm sitting there bawling, feeling no. bad for myself. And, Mm-mm. you know, the phone rings and it's Steve. And he's like, what are you doing home? And I said, oh, I just decided not to go. Oh, and gosh. of course I wasn't going yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. And he said, well, I was just going to ask you out for a date this weekend. And... <sighs> 
I was like, oh my gosh, maybe he really does like me. Huh. And so we ended up going out. His mom truly, really wouldn't let him go. Because I was trouble. a college girl. Yeah. His oh. mom just wouldn't let him go to a college party. Well, of course not. Right, right. Think about it. Yeah, like, right, you yeah, know, Kennedy was like in oh, high school. Yeah, yeah, no. Would you let her go to so. Not to victory, no. So that's no. how it started. We mm-hmm. each dumped each other once in our first year of being together. Yeah. And then... You know, and then he went to see TCU, right? He did, but not until much later because he is his first. He's the first person in his whole family to go to school, to go to college. So he worked his way. He worked at Del Frisco's. I mean, uh, so many jobs, but and that's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. But so he uh, went part time at TCC, and then when we got married in California and lived there for a bit, he went to junior college there, and then he finished up at TCU. So I think he graduated. Gosh, Tiff, maybe it was 2013. Okay, gotcha. Something like that. Wow. Okay. So it was boy, quite a waste. If he's the first to go to college, he knocked it through the ballpark mm-hmm. because he is Dr. Yes, Perry Dr. Stephen now. Perry. Dr. Now. Stephen yes. Perry, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yay. Okay, so you know, we're jumping all over the place. We're gonna get back to Pilates. Yeah. But Cheers to okay. that. oh yeah. So um and Kennedy and I were talking about this last night. Um it is so you and Steve. Okay, I have a commuter marriage, but not like you had a commuter. You don't have a commuter marriage any longer. But your commuter marriage, I mean, I've watched you for 10 years. He went to med school. He went to Chicago. He's He's been everywhere during his, you know, leading up to his career. Mm-hmm. And tell us about that. Like how, how, and I'm, we're going to really unveil something here in a little bit, but how, how was that? Because Greg and I are good at commuter marriage. Mm-hmm. I adore him and I'm so excited to see him. Um, he leaves Wednesday, comes back Saturday. But how I've watched you through mm-hmm. all this. Um, it's been tough. You went through a change in your career, a change and shift in your career mm-hmm. because he graduated TCU. And then went on to med school. Tell mm-hmm. him about. It. Tell us about med school. Well, so he went to the University of London, St George University of London, um, which yes is in Europe. But they specifically, he went to school on the island of Cyprus, which is by Greece. So it's it's, it's actually its own country. Cyprus is. It's half occupied by Greece and half by Turkey, and he that came to be because he was just obviously since he graduated a little bit later in life was ready to go they started this new program and it was by a very respectable university his tcu advisor brought it to our attention and uh, steve talked to me about it and said honey what do you think and i just said you know what go for it let's do it because we just kind of thought you know we can do it why not i mean this would get him he had already decided what he wanted to do. And, you know, Tiff, he had been my biggest cheerleader for everything I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, from starting my own business to everything. And so I kind of felt like, okay, this is his thing now. And mm-hmm. he also, I mean, it would give him a chance to live somewhere different. And we knew that we could do it. I mean, he, but he also, at the same time, he gave me veto power until the second he walked on that plane. Wow. And it wasn't easy. I mean, we would see each other um, every four months mm-hmm. and we would have Skype dates. I mean, I would get all dressed up and, you know, we'd have dinner together over Skype and right. just, you know, you just got to be creative. And did you think about going? With him? Because at what phase was this what the, this oh. is, this was actually medical school. So the first two years. Yeah. So first that you years. were, uh, was that pre 
Where that was were you pre-D in a... method, so I was at Abundia's. Okay, then. so pre-D method. Mm-hmm. So you were there, but was it an option? Did you think about going? So or? not really because, I mean, practical, someone had to pay the bills, right? This so is true. we had a house, and mm-hmm. then I was, I mean, financially supporting us. Mm-hmm. So, so for that reason, no. If I would have done that, we would have had to take out so much more in student loan debt. Mm -hmm. I mean, he has some, of course, because going to med school is insanely expensive, but, and he couldn't work during that time. So we would have had to take out massive amounts of loans in order to do that. And I wouldn't have been able to work there because you can't, you're on a, like a certain visa to where I couldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. And so I would have been miserable there. Right, right. And so it was the right decision, but you know, it was crazy because I got really judged for that, which I wasn't expecting. People were very judgmental of that, that I didn't go. Oh, so, you know, we made it through that. And then when he was in Chicago doing his rotations for two years, that was easy. That was just plain oh, fun. Oh, the Southwest. Right. Because yeah. he was, you know, that was a Southwest flight. I would go up once a month, just fly sure. up on the weekend. Right. I mean, that was like no big deal. That I kind of looked at that like we had two places to exactly. live. Exactly. You know, so that was, you know, easy. And then, then when he got into JPS, it was just like, oh my gosh, we did it. Okay. Now we actually Made the live in the same. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, and when you, when you went to work for JPS and you, I mean, it was just so nice because now you have somewhat of a dual income, correct? Right, I mean, yeah. oh my gosh, right? right? You're carrying the weight of the world, but that's what you do in marriage. Mm-hmm. That's what you, it's a give and take 1000%. Exactly. So when you, when I remember when he was over there, I mean, okay, so he graduated, he has, okay, now what world crisis were we dealing with at the time? Because we had graduation and he chose not to go to the ceremony. What was that? ISIS were we, because oh. you were going to go and if, look on YouTube now. She's white okay. hair, beautifully white. And um, <laughs> he was like, if you go, Steph, I mean, because it, it was a volatile time, right? It was. There was the big financial crisis in Cyprus. Okay. Don't you remember that? And yes. there was the whole like... The, um, oh my gosh, it was the Russian bank thing, yeah. you know, like the Greg whole, would love yeah, that. I was yeah. going to say Greg. Greg would love that. Greg, uh-huh. shout out to Greg. Shout Black out to Man, Greg yeah. when there's Russians. Okay, um, yeah. but no, they were like money laundering. Through, so they had done, they had basically shut down all of the banks in Cyprus. And I think literally, I, I may be remembering this incorrectly, but I think what they did was the government literally took everyone's money that if you had over a certain amount, I don't remember what the amount was, but if you had a certain amount above a certain amount, let's say it was $50,000, anything over $50,000, the government just seized and took. Mm. And Mm -mm. so, yeah, because they were trying to get at the Russian Right. Like mob money, like that was in there. Didn't know that. It was kind of a, yeah, it was a, So Steve made the decision not to walk Mm -hmm. at his graduation. You Mm -hmm. were, you were encouraging him to go and he's like, he's, I wanted to go. He's like, no, no, we're we're not, we're not doing that. We can't hide you. We're, we're, yeah. You you look Russian. Yeah. (laughs) White hair. Seriously. Everyone thought I was Russian. No joke. people. Seriously. Yeah. And so he was, we can't hide you. I mean, there's no possible way we could, we could mistake you look like, like I'm married to Russian. Oh my gosh. So. Hence, he didn't do that. And so, so working Step at JPS, I know, I know. So, okay, so go back to TCU. You graduated with, you. I mean, you were literature and psychology, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
literature and psychology. Did you think about doing sports at all, like sports management or nah? No, originally, I actually, my plan was to be a psychologist. Mm -hmm. So I was planning on going to get a master's in psychology. So I have a bachelor of science in psychology. And uh, so that's what I was thinking I was going to do until I kind of realized that I would be behind a desk all day. And I thought, no, Mm-mm. no, that is not going to work for me. Not with your energy. Yeah. I've got to no. be kind of like pacing, you know, I've got to be walking. And so during that time I had already become certified in Pilates all throughout while I was, and I was just teaching on the side just for extra money, you know? And I thought, you know, maybe, you know, I can do this and make this a career. And I will never forget when I t- chatted with my parents about this and they're thinking I'm working on applications for a master's program. And I said, hey, mom and dad, what do you think? I said, I know most people don't make this a career. Or I know most people full-time in the fitness industry is like 25 hours a week. I said, but what if I actually do this like full-time, like 40, 45 hours and really make a go at this? And my mom and dad just said, well, if anyone can do it, honey, you can do it. Wow. Go for it. And so I just kept working part-time little jobs while I was building up my client base. And slowly but surely, I would quit those jobs as, you know, I would bring in enough income teaching and eventually. Here we are. Yeah. I know. And that's that, that's amazing. So if, if I, I can't even explain it because... Me with my new business, you have helped me so much. You know, I see you in the mornings at 5 a.m. and see you a lot. And, you know, you and Greg, you and Greg remind me so much of each other because you're such smart business people. I mean, you're just. Oh, thank you. I'm serious. I mean, but you have, I have so much emotion in, in, not that you don't have emotion, but I put so much emotion into my business, like, like unnecessary drama in my head. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You are the one that pull the bandaid off to get it done. Mm -hmm. You make the decisions that make sense. Does that make, Mm -hmm. I mean, and and that's a huge compliment because my husband's the same way. I will give him a business issue I'm having and he'll go, this is what you should do. I'm like, but wait, what about so-and-so's feelings? That's that paying the bills, Tiffy. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that I can imagine your parents definitely said that to mm-hmm. you, you know, when you did it. Mm-hmm. So what, where did you go? So you graduated and then what was the studios that you worked? Sure. So my very first studio, and I will credit this woman so much with being my very first teacher, Zoe at Pilates at Dancecape. That was, she was the one who did my training. And so that's where I was to start with. And while I was, that's when I first saw the equipment for the first time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do that. Yes. Because originally I was just doing mat work at a place that's called, and it was called, um, Oh my gosh. It was on Magnolia and it was called soul something. I'll think of it, but it was great. And so, um, where Jacqueline, Jacqueline yes, used to teach yes. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll yeah. think of it. I'll yeah. think of the name. Of right. It. But right. anyways, so I was there first and then I started the bar program at urban yoga and which was great. And that was kind of my first little taste of doing something on my own own, Mm -hmm. creating something on my own. And then that's when I moved everything to Abundios because I was able to, at Abundios, not only take the whole bar program that I created, but then purchase my own equipment and kind of, it was sort of like my testing ground for opening up my own business because I was able to just lease space out and 
be my own boss, have employees, do that whole kind of thing. Kind of, it was kind of a great practice kind of run for having a business. And then I, you know, opened up the studio. Also worked with TJ at No Quitters for a while, which was great. Yeah, I love TJ. Oh, so great. He's always been so supportive of me. Great guys. Mm -hmm. So those of you that do not know, and those that you do know, Pilates Matt, Mm Emma Pilates Reformer, and of course Chair and Tower. I'm learning more and more every Mm -hmm. day. The difference between mat and then reformer is? Well, very different. So the mat work was actually never intended to be done by itself. So the mat work was intended to be, is obviously done without any equipment. And so the mat work, you're just using your own body weight as resistance. It's still great. It's still very hard. You go through a lot of the similar movements, but it was designed to be done as like a supplement to your equipment workout. It was never supposed to replace any of the equipment workout. It got popular because of course gyms could offer it because they didn't have to buy any equipment, right? True. And so, and it's also a lot less expensive to get certified in it, to get certified in a reformer, chair, any of the big certifications programs you're talking about between 35, anywhere from 35 to $6,000 to get certified in mat is maybe three to $500. Right. And it takes so a long time to get reformer mm-hmm. certified, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Is it like a year program plus yeah, hours? Usually it is. Yeah. One to two years. It'll probably take, if you're going with a reputable you know, place. It's not a weekend thing. No, no. no Matt no. work is usually yeah, Matt work is a couple weekends. Like a certification. But mm-hmm. So, um, so you moved to, um, over on, where are we? Not Rosedale. What's the road? Hempill. Yes. So you're over at Hempill at D Method. Mm-hmm. So open. I love, you know, you, I've talked to you about your ears off about branding and mm-hmm. the most beautiful brand, your blue color, the D Method. You started then at one point, so you have D method, mm-hmm. then you go in and you have, you go into the other components that create your business. Mm-hmm. Explain to that it's about the bar and the bounce and all of that sure. and how you, how you, you're a great businesswoman. You just, you're, I don't know if you're a dreamer or what you are, but go ahead. <laughs> well, so I'm not really a dreamer. I'm a very calculated, it's funny, someone described me as a risk taker and I've never thought of myself that way because I feel like I'm a very calculated mm-hmm. risk taker. You know, I don't ever take risks if I don't feel like I can do it. You know, mm-hmm. I've got to have all the evidence to back up my decision. So I'd been doing Pilates forever. That's what that's what all my basis is in. And then about, oh goodness, if it's probably about... We're talking about 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago is when I started doing bar. So back then is when kind of, I'm sure pretty much everyone's familiar now with quote bar classes. And at the time they were starting to get popular. They were just franchises around on the market. Bar method, pure bar was starting to come um, be popular. And I just did not like the way that they were teaching. They were teaching in a way that I didn't particularly agree with in a postural type that I didn't really agree with. I didn't like that there wasn't cardio, an element of cardio in it. And so I thought to myself, well, instead of getting doing their certification, what if I just start my own thing? Can I do that? And I looked into it and, Is found, that a out thing? and found out, in fact, I could, but I had never taught that way. I'd never taught to music before. I was terrified. And so I worked on it for two years. I traveled all around the country, taking all different things, pulled from all different types of fitness, things that I loved. And I will never forget, I taught my first class in urban yoga and it was on Labor Day. They do like a free day of classes. A lot of people in the area do. It was packed 
packed, like 45 people packed into this little room. I was like shaking. I was so nervous and people loved it. And so that's how that was born. So that became really popular right away. People loved it. They got great results. So it was the perfect cardio complement to all of the my Pilates clients. And then I had a lot of people that were coming just for that. So then fast forward a few years later, I wanted there to be an element of detoxing, like detoxing in D method. And so I was thinking about it like, okay, what else do I love to do? And right away, I'm like, well, I've always loved jumping on trampolines. Loved it. (laughs) Literally, I would sleep on them growing up, have sleepovers. As an adult, we had a big one in our backyard. Steve was like, I'm the only husband that probably comes home and says, this is what I see my wife doing, like jumping jumping up and down. Like there Uh she is, like jumping in the backyard. (laughs) Right. So I started researching that. And that's how I I started my relationship with Bellicon, which are the best rebounders in the world, made in Germany. Their benefits are just... Fantastic. All the medical research is done on the Bellicon rebounders. And so that's how I launched that class. And so that's how D method became mm-hmm. kind of like the trio of Pilates, Bounce, and Bar. Okay, so it's Pilates, Bounce, and Bar. And so that mm-hmm. so the the Bella the Bellicon the Bellaton? Bellicon. Bellicon mm-hmm. with a C. Okay. So the Bellicon, because I've watched you do this, it's not springs. No, it's, they're bungees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the impact on your joints is like none. Yeah. It's really great. It's like it cushions you when you, so it's a very, it's great. And it's really great for lymphatic drainage. So I've actually had um, doctors, oncologists, when people are going through chemo, refer their patients directly to me or to the studio because they want them to be doing work on Bellicon specifically Wow, because it's so great with lymphatic drainage. Oh my goodness. Are you and kidding? so, yeah, Bellicons are just absolutely great. And what's really crazy too, is if someone's just wanting cardio, wearing like heart rate monitors and doing stuff, just like going time for time, you burn so many more calories on it than jogging oh. or running. And it's so much more fun. You're on it and you're doing a fun class and you don't even realize it's realize it. gone by. So I do that. And then I'm obviously, I'm a master trainer for Bellicon yes. in Chicago. So I go there and film videos mm. and it's just, it's lots of fun. I I've loved it. I know. I've, I've watched you do that for years and you go and mm-hmm. do the videos and all that fun. So that's so great. Mm-hmm. And when I, I, I have watched you, didn't you sw- switch from pink bungees to blue? Finally, I did. So because her color's yeah. blue people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's got the, now the blue, the blue for D method. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So tell me about, you know, I've talked to everyone about this time after time. And you've watched me go through this in the past year is branding my business. And you've coached me so much and helped me with that for sure. But branding your business, Mm -hmm. because you're at a point in your life right now, Mm -hmm. you are moving on. Yes. You are moving Mm -hmm. on. And I saw Shane the other night, your husband. Yes. I saw Shane and he said this and it's, it's, it's really, I don't know if it's haunted or resonated with me or slapped me in the face, but he just sat there and he said, and he just said, can you believe Stephanie's leaving? And part of me was like, no, 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 I can't, cannot, not going to believe it till she leaves. And then he's, then I said, yeah, I can, I can. And then Kennedy last night said, mom, that marriage deserves that. 
to move on. So what you're doing is now mm-hmm. with COVID, we had to go virtual with our mm-hmm. lessons. Stephanie was so sweet to let Greg and I take one of the reformers and chairs for the three months that we were out. And if you would have told me, because I love my 5 a.m.s with you, mm-hmm. if you would have told me, nah, you're not, we're going to train virtually and you're still in the studio. I would say, you're, you're crazy. I'm not about to train virtually without mm-hmm. you by my side. So we've had a lot of conversations in one or two sentences that I've said, but you have made the decision to move on. So tell us what's going on in your life. And I'm so happy for you. I'm sad, but I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you. You know, that's, I think been everyone's sentiment. So Back up a little bit to what we were talking about before. I know we talked about Steve, you know, so he's been on this journey when he was in medical school and now he's been in residency at JPS and he just finished. Well, he's about to graduate that finish and he was offered a job in Sonoma, California in wine country. And I'm from California and we just thought long and hard about it. And we made the decision that we were going to take the job and move there. And our original plan was not to move until later on, till maybe December, January, but then COVID happened. Yeah. And so that just, we really had to kind of think on our feet. And so here I was with the studio being totally shut down. And so that's when I made the decision. I thought, okay, what if I offered to just hand deliver reformers and chairs to some of my clients that I know really want to keep training you being one of them. Mm -hmm. And so there was about 25, 30 hours a week of people that, you know, did that and maybe they'll want to keep training and they did. So that kind of blossomed into my next business venture of since that what we realized it wasn't just a week thing. It wasn't just a two week thing. We were closed for almost like three months. Yes. We I were mean, three months. a long time. And so then I thought, okay, well, this is working. It yeah, worked, you it know, did work. even though it, even though I wasn't there, we still had a great time. I could talk you through everything, even though I, there I was sitting on my couch drinking mm-hmm. coffee, right. but I could talk you through everything. You still got a great lesson and we realized that it worked. Mm-hmm. And so meanwhile, because of all of that, Steve got offered to start his position earlier instead of waiting till the end of the year. And everything just lined up. And so we made the decision to move earlier and to move out to California. So we are moving July 1st, Ugh. which is so soon. But it's we are less than a month. I now. know, less than a month. I know. So, but we're so excited. It's, I mean, it's the writing was on the wall. It's like everything kind of happened. And, you know, it's one of those things when you almost feel like, you know, the decision already was the right one, but then all of these things, it's like, what is that phrase? When it's like someone kind of knocks yes. gently mm-hmm. and then they slowly keep knocking harder and then they're hitting you over oh, the yeah. head, right. you know, and that's kind of what I felt like was mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. And you and know, so, Paul and I've talked about this with COVID for time after time after time is as, as, as down and depressed as we all got silver linings do come mm-hmm. out of COVID. And, um, you know, honestly, when we had the reformer at the hunt at our house, I mean, Greg and I were ready to go back. Oh, obviously we were taking the reformer back to you. Mm-hmm. We did all our lessons. I'm three days a week. Greg's two days a week. We were, well, he was three days a week, yeah. but, um, we were ready to go back. And then when, when, you know, we were talking about this change in Steve and I just remember going, she's not leaving. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know if COVID, if you really would have been so 
right? I mean, you wouldn't have been able to test the waters yeah. and see exactly your group of people, myself, mm-hmm. Lisa, I mean, right. uh, Mary, all of us that are doing this. And it was like, it can be done exactly. and you're going to do it. Yeah. And I'm doing it. I mean, I just can't believe it. I, I still talk about this and I still can't believe it. <laughs> so it's exciting. So, I mean, do you feel like, and this is for all you in business out there, um, because I, I have a couple of things in my career that I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Um, do you want to go out there and set up shop again and do the same thing and mm. put that, that footprint in Sonoma? I mean, I need never say never. Yeah. But what would be your gut? My gut right now would say be no, because I would say, okay, I've been there. I've done, done that. But not to say that I won't again. I could see myself consulting. I'm really interested in the idea of consulting and working with people that have a studio or helping them set up because I feel like, and now correct me, I'm interested to see if you agree with this, Tiff, because you've seen me in in working, Mm -hmm. is that I feel like kind of my particular unique gift is being able to kind of see what works and what doesn't and what helps clients feel connected to a space and what helps clients, like what builds community. And I think that's what was so special about D method is that it's not just a place you go to work out. It's a place that fosters like community. community. Right. And I think that's what ultimately keeps people coming back to a place because they can work out anywhere Mm -hmm. and they can get good instruction anywhere. But what's going to keep them coming back to an actual physical location is because they feel connected to a place. 1000%. Right. And so I feel like if business owners or studio owners can get that because and can do little things and it's, they're not necessarily things that are expensive or that even cost things, but just little things like that can implement things like like that, that it would make a huge difference in their bottom line. So that I'm interested in doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't really know if that field exists, right. but you don't know. I'd be interested in, you know, getting into that. Um, we have a friend, a mutual, t- a friend that, um, Dakota that, mm-hmm. that started going, well, she, I think she might've had a class yes. pass or something mm-hmm. and she went and she had visited many, she's not mm-hmm. from Texas, but she has met, visited many fitness studios and Pilates and so on and so forth. And she said to me, you know, she came in to did the 6am bar class. And she said, she goes, you know, I walked in studios before and I just don't feel welcome you're in their spot, you've earned some, and I get it because mm-hmm. I was an instructor one time and people walk in, yeah. that's my like, spot. Oh, that's my spot. That's my yeah. spot. I mean, and you're like, oh my gosh. Oh no. Sorry. Um, yeah. And she said, I've never felt so much, so welcome in such a community. Like mm-hmm. they welcomed me in. Oh, just scoot over, you know, and, and I get it. If mm-hmm. you've been in a spot for 10 years, I mean, come on. But um, yes, I do think that's a thing. I 100%. You know when to have the wine uh, parties. You know mm-hmm. when to have the, uh, you know, vendors come in. You you, you celebrate your, your um, you celebrate your community. Mm-hmm. You did a focus on me when I started my business. You know, yeah. you just celebrate everyone. And that's, that is, that's a gift and it's a talent. And not everyone has that. Well, because ultimately, at least my philosophy is, philosophy has always been everyone wants to feel heard and feel like they're noticed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going to notice if you are always in my 8 a.m. class and you've saved me, if I notice you're a little bit off, I'm going to notice that you're off and I'm going to text you and ask you about it. Why? Yeah. Because that's mm-hmm. that's just yeah. being observant, but that's what 
And that doesn't, that takes 30 seconds of your time. Right. But that's what, that's what we all want. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone wants to feel like they, someone notices them. Right. Right. You know what? And I think, you know, you have had, um, and, and uh, we've talked about this before, with teaching and I taught and I taught aerobics and screaming and you're in a microphone mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the voice, if I still did what I did for many, many oh, years. Yeah. And I mean, I was an instructor to make extra money. That was mm-hmm. just, you know, it wasn't my career, but I was to make extra money. And, um, your voice, you started having vocal oh, yeah. issues a few yes. years ago mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe this, you know, it's just time. I mean, mm-hmm. because you are a talker, you explain, yes. you, you explain movements and motion so, so well and count. I can count. I, I'm the counter <laughs> in the group. I count everyone. But yeah, does, you know, yeah. otherwise don't let me count because no. you'll be doing it. No. Tuesday. That's what Greg said. Yeah. He goes, I mean, she keeps saying eight more. Went, you got to count yourself, <laughs> goofball. I mean, <laughs> don't let her count. <laughs> don't let her count. Uh-uh. So, you know, just the voice. I mean, protecting your health as well. Mm-hmm. That's right? true. Yeah. I know. So, missing Texas? Well, you met, not the people, but you, will you miss Texas? The heat. You know, God, I, I, she yeah. hates heat. Yeah. I'm allergic to the heat. So yes, he is allergic to the heat. It's true. Not me. It's true. Yeah. No, not um, at all. You know, I, I'll miss the people. I'll miss the people in the community. And so, and I'll miss certain places, but I, I you know, what's great about where we're moving is it feels like Texas, like the people, everyone's very friendly in the same way that people here are. Right. But... You know, I, it'll be interesting to see, but we'll be back because Steve's family is here. Oh, that's right. You know, so we can come back whenever. And since I'll be working part time and doing virtual, I can work from anywhere now. Right. So I can just pop on a plane and be like, "Hey, Tiffy, surprise! Want to do your lesson in person?" <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. All right. So after we've been through COVID, everybody's mm-hmm. been through COVID together. So you got your hair done today? I did. Two oh. days ago, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. It two still days looks ago. Good, though. That's why. You- <laughs> I'm just saying it does. I mean, telling you. So, did you let your nails go? I did. So now they're like natural. And so I've got to, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, you are natural. Are you going to keep? Yeah. No, probably no, not. I don't know. No. Mm-mm. No, I got to like get get going back. I know. With them. Look at me. I got my nails done. <laughs> got my nails done. I mean, I couldn't stand it, people. It was just like being COVID. I mean, I'm not the one with um, the the band of gray hair here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm the one with sparklers. <laughs> sparklers at, at July Celebrate. 4th. <laughs> I am celebrating. Celebration. Ju- on July 4th. But when I was, I went last last week or two weeks ago to see Rory and Austin, my hair guy, and um, he, he was just looking at me like he's shaking my head. I'm like, it's so bad. It's just so bad. He went, girl, <laughs> no, you don't have a skunk. So just, yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. so speaking of Rory, so something that you promised you were helping me do, and we just haven't done it yet. We haven't found the one. I need a husband. You need a husband. I do need a husband. She has like a fabulous husband. My Shane. My yes. Shane. If you don't know what a husband is, it's a gay man. Mm-hmm. That's your husband. Mm-hmm. It's a husband. And I don't have one. I know. He's so precious. He's the best. Yeah, he is the best. I love him so much. So Shane, um, I'm going to get him on here one day. Oh, yeah, you should. So, so, I mean, you know, you've been close to him and you've had, oh, you've had previous husbands too. Sort of. Yes. (laughs) 
Yes, Kanye. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we have a funny story. Okay, this funny story. story, everyone. This is really funny. Okay, this this one. Okay, so once upon a time when I met Steffi many many years ago, many years many ago. years ago. So Kennedy was nine ish. And we, I, I wasn't even taking Pilates yet. There may or may not have been margaritas involved yeah. in this story. We too, were at Joe T. Garcia's. So <laughs> Kennedy and I and Greg and then Stephanie and her husband at the time, uh, Talon, 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 Talon. Okay. So we get to the car and Kennedy is young and she says to me and she goes, mommy, is that, um, is that Miss Steffi's husband? I said, who? And she goes, that guy schlong. <laughs> I'm like, and Greg and I just look at each other and I went, who? And she goes, Schlong, that guy. Schlong. And I went, oh, um, that, that I, I'm just not, no, no, no. That's like her brother. That's her brother. Mm-hmm. That's not her, that's not her husband. That's so, so then I proceed to see Steph, you know, I don't even know how long ago. And I said, so I told her this story and it was hysterical. So we always refer to this gentleman as Schlong. schlong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and if you don't know what a Schlong is, go to the urban dictionary. Yeah. Look up Schlong. Look up Schlong. So. Don't just put it in Google guys. <laughs> like you're going to don't do that. Speaking yeah. of Schlongs, you were coming here today. Oh, oh you guys. Gosh. Mm-mm. Oh, quite the surprise. I live downtown and I was dr- getting on the freeway onto 183 and past the gas station, look over and there's a gentleman in kind of like no shirt on. At first I thought it was just a white tank top, but he was, nope, no shirt on, but he is like my color. So it was hard to tell. Um, and so no shirt on and buttoning down his pants and I kind of like, you know, pulling down his pants unbuttoned and I kind of look, do a double take. He's pulling his pants down and I thought, oh, there, there he was schlong out and everything. Oh my gosh. No. Yep. No. I almost had a wreck. Well, she said I was driving and I just, it came over to mm-hmm. my, it came over my Bluetooth and it said, I just... <laughs> I went, wait, what? Wait, you, you saw, and I, I had to wait because I couldn't text and drive, but I was like, you just saw a schlong? Like you actually saw him on the side yeah. of the road? Naked no, 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 no. No, I'm talking about the body part. Oh, yeah. okay. I got you. No, got no, you. Not I'll, him, him. Yeah. Not, not him particularly. I'm like, that's where we've come to? With, mm-hmm. with, okay. Yeah. Right. I mm-hmm. get you. I got you. Okay. All right. So you're going to California. So what are you, you, you're, how are you? You have the most adorable home that you're renting. Yes. Mm-mm. Oh, I can't wait. Tell me about this house. Oh, so gorgeous. It's on a corner lot, fruit trees. So there's lemon trees, orange trees all in the front, four bedrooms, built in 1923, all hardwoods. I'm going to have a room downstairs that's going to be my studio um, where I'll do all my virtual lessons. Maybe see people in the house. I don't know. We'll see. Not but sure. Not sure. But do you know virtual. anyone there in that town? Not necessarily in that town, but right across the mountains in St. Helena and in Napa Valley, we know a lot of people. Oh, yeah, So Because yeah. my best girlfriend, Helen, Helen, her family is up there in, with Bueller Vineyard. So we know them really well. So how far is is it? 30 minutes? Or 30 minutes. 30 oh, minutes yeah. over Easy. there. Just a little hop over the hill. How fabulous. Mm-hmm. But she lives in North Carolina, South Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina, South Carolina now, yes. Now. But still her family's yeah. over there. Yeah, and so we know them really well. But 20 minutes to the beach. Yeah. So... Yeah. Oh, so she's so still going to teach me at 5 a.m. Oh, yes. 5 a.m. my time. Yeah. 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 If we did 5 a.m. my time, your three. time, it'd be three. We should that's, just do it before we go to yeah. bed. No, exactly. we don't do 9 p.m. Of course we don't. So I'd be interested. So what is your, you've you've renamed your business. You've renamed your Instagram mm-hmm. and it's D-Method Virtual. virtual yes. D-Method Virtual. Mm-hmm. So, and it's beautiful. It's all black and white. Yes. And it's photos. It's so fabulous. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, okay. So the business, you are still 
in the building, not you, but your your Val, which yes. your which has worked with you for many many years. Many years, yeah. So, Val's like my number two. Val's amazing, great instructor, such one of my closest friends, and she is essentially opening up. Well, she has opened. She just had her you know first week opened up her own business called Southside Pilates. So she's staying in the exact same spot that D Method was, but under her own business. So she's going to be focusing on Pilates and different types of classes. She's going to be having. I'm not sure on all the different names, but there'll be some that are bar focused, some like sculpt and stretch. And then she's also bringing kind of a Pilates kickboxing type, you know, class. Yeah. It's going to be great. That is great. Yeah. And so, and all your instructors are the majority. Yes. They're still staying there. there. A lot of the clients that are local. So it's great because everyone's already comfortable there. They all love Val. So everyone that's local, unless they're training virtually with me, has a great home, you know, to do it. So it's best scenario. I know. And it worked out so So well. So happy for her. Can stay in the building Mm -hmm. and just stay with that same, that Mm -hmm. whole same thing. So, you know, through the years and, and you have guided me and I'm actually uh, going to ask, pick your brain even more so, but with different, you always put in your, um, I'm trying to get this out. So when you walk into D method, mm-hmm. that was that when you, before COVID, let's say that you would have your favorite things. I kind of, you know, equate that with Oprah having your favorite <laughs> things. Mm-hmm. So you have us addicted to the lotion and the, the, the bath, the bath. Um, what, what am I trying to say? Bath gel. Yeah. Clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, your candles and things like that. So what was it? That was another arm of your business, mm-hmm. but was that, was that a profitable or was it just, it just kept your brand? Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and the answer is, is both. It was profitable. It was profitable, but I was always very like strict on that. I would only ever sell anything in there if it was something that I personally loved and stood behind. And so I think that's why it did so well, because I feel like people trusted that it was a great product. And so it was the things that I used personally and we used it in the studio. So I think people, just like we had one studio scent, that Lindenwood by Archipelago, Mm -hmm. that's the candle that was in there. And people come in and they would say, oh my gosh, it smells so great in Mm -hmm. here. We used the candle and the diffuser. So people associated that one smell with the studio. So we sold that. And then we had all those products in our bathroom. So, you know, it was both because then we knew we were going to use it. So when I was first getting into it, it was really low risk, right? Because if people didn't buy it, well, we knew we were going to use it anyway. I love that. So that was, you know, there was that too aspect of it, but yes, it was profitable also. That's so great. And then you would use, you would do different types of of uh, workout wear. I mean, mm-hmm. ath- athletic wear and yes. athleisure wear, mm-hmm. almost right. Exactly. So you would do that. And how do you? I mean, how do you? I'm I'm doing this right now, like in the branding and mm-hmm. then influencing. How do you decide? You just try it, and then if it's you know you know you and I are really picky mm-hmm. about our tights. So Leggings. what I got into really quickly is with brands is I flat out said, I'm not making an order unless you have to send it to me and I have to try it out and do a class in it and put it to my own test and see what it feels like doing it. Because 
Otherwise, I'm not placing an order. And some of them would be fine with that. And some would say, nope, no, you, you know, have to do an order and then you can do that. And then you can return it if you want. And so I just would only order with companies that would let me try it out first. And some would be easier to work with small businesses. So they would have smaller minimum orders. Some were not, and they'd have massive minimum orders. And I just wouldn't, you know, work no. with those companies. No, I mean, and that's, that's unusual that they would send mm-hmm. something. That would be a red flag for mm-hmm. me for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the greatest things, and, and I guess you live and learn, you, mm-hmm. you do that. I mean, if you kept the business open now, would you continue that model or, I mean, I think so. I think when I did, it took me the whole retail thing with the clothes, there was definitely a learning curve because it took me a while to figure out how much of each size to order, you know, do I order? So ultimately I learned that order less than you think you need to. And I would rather order more often to have, you know, I would rather run out of something and have to order you another size or something as opposed to having too much, you know, product. Correct. Because of course they're going to always try to talk you into having a big order. Right. And that's not necessarily because it seemed to be the same people that are kind of buying things. Mm -hmm. So you have to think of it as, okay, well, if this customer is going to buy this outfit, they may not also be buying this other outfit in Mm -hmm. another week. It may be in the next shipment, you know, in the fall, something like that. So how is, um, if you, you know, starting for those of those listening out there, starting a business to me, um, I'm not, a good manager. I'm not a good manager. I, I, because I've never been, I'm 55 years old and I've never been, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. manage people because I am, I, I, I have a very difficult time saying what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, Greg has golly managed thousands of people in his career and he has no problem. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's, he will coach me and I still go, you know, it's my personality. I can't. So how has it been for you because you're a people, you're a mm-hmm. people person, uh, you're a people pleaser, but how has it been drawing boundaries with employees? Because one of the people in my life says it's like babysitting because, you know, just a different industry, totally different industry. And, um, how has that been like for you? Do you, is there sleepless nights? Is that has, I mean, yeah, there, it's definitely been hard and I've had to, it's been hard and I've, I have had to put up lots of boundaries. I've had to be very careful because I tend to be, get close with people, you know, that you, I work with. And then when there comes time to where I have to put that boss hat on, you know, it's, that can be hard. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely had to, you know, put up some boundaries, but the other thing is that I feel like I've just grown a thick skin and I've learned to not let things rattle me as much as they used to. And as far as, and I guess I've learned to take kind of criticism and critique because when I pull people into say like a meeting to, have like, maybe I'm upset with something or someone's upset with me, an employee, and I'm talking with them. It's a lot of times just listening to them, like letting someone talk and vent. Usually that seems to be enough. Like the art of listening is just so valuable. Usually if employees just feel like they're being heard, seems like that that does, right? you know, wonders. You know, back in my early career, and I have said this many times on the podcast, I really didn't like my, the old Tiffy, how I behaved. Because when I was doing um, strictly television mm-hmm. and someone else got to do something or a, a show that I wanted to do, I just, I didn't take it real well. Mm-hmm. 
And today, the 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 me today, I would. There's a reason. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There is a reason. Now there's politics. There's right. there's sure, then there's that. Sure, so sure. Oh, and and I didn't even realize that that was a thing back once upon a time. But you know now, and I'm learning. I'm learning, but I am also very emotional. I said that at the beginning to not to try to listen mm-hmm. because words can't take back. You know, exactly. you can't take the words back. And so, so true. It's, it's, it's difficult to, and even, you know, in my marriage, my goodness, to listen. I mean, I can't even imagine. And you're dealing with how many employees? I mean, I mean, like 10, 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, a lot of different personalities, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yes. I mean, and kind of learn what makes everyone tick. And, right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, um, Greg would say to me from time to time with his employees, sometimes it's an office, corner office, it's money, it's title. You don't know what makes that person be the salesperson or the manager that they're going to be. You know, mm-hmm. like Greg always True. says, learn their language, you know, mm-hmm. like learn their language. And, and, and it's, it's just, it's. Yes, that's so true. Business is, it's just. That's so true because what I, and I've chatted with Val about this before of kind of giving her some pointers is that you learn what makes each individual employee tick. Like I would know, okay, this employee, the most important thing with them is they need full transparency. If I can be as truthful as I can with them, tell them the real scoop with what's going on. That's what they need. This person needs to feel like a diva. They need to feel like they are like wow. the number two. Like they need their ego stroked. You know, right. this person needs to feel this way. This person. And so you kind of get everyone's and it sounds complicated, but it's not. It makes things a lot easier. You just kind of learn what each individual person needs. But it's no different than like your friends. Right. You know, you oh, yeah. kind of learn what. You do what each person needs in a friendship and you give it to them because you love them. And that's what exactly. Yeah. What thing. fills their love bank for sure. Yeah, right. that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. But to me, that would be managing multiple people would be that. That would be a challenge for me because I want everyone to love me. I just yeah. want love. You got to get me. over that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone <laughs> you just get over love that. me. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> if you love me, it's all great. Yeah. You know, but you then, get over that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, back I've had this conversation um, with my daughter because for many times, and, and I'm wondering if you've ever done this. So you're upset mm-hmm. and you start to write the email. You oh, start yeah. to write the text, mm-hmm. right? I have learned to don't go to sleep. sleep. Yes. But make sure you don't put the sender. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oopsies. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I didn't really mean to call you all this name, but. I have learned to write the email, mm-hmm. go ahead and write it and, and, or write a note or what, you know, whatever the case may be, but wait and really do think about it the next morning. Yes. That has been my whole career. It's been like mm-hmm. that because I sent the, I sent the email one time and, mm-hmm. you know, talk about burning bridges, but I, I think that's the best advice is to not, yes, not be emotional and, and because things are always look so different. And this I've not recently I've had to do this. And, um, I was like, Oh, I left that out too. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So having a clear mind mm-hmm. when you're, when you're going through, am, am I wrong? I mean, no, yeah. you're right. I remember my dad gave me that advice and it was some of the best advice I've ever gotten. He's gotten, he said, look, you always have the power to still say something. You can always say it, 
but you can't take it back once you've said it. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, you can always still say it. So don't be in a rush, you to know, say to say it, just, right. but you can't take it back once you've said it. No, so you can't yeah. just, you know, hold off for a little bit. Don't ever, you know, do anything, you know, rash, think through it. Right. And, and I, so I always, think it's so true with my listeners and viewers, I just want, if they could get one, I mean, or two, <laughs> maybe two, um, Two things that they can grasp out of each podcast. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something to take. Because I have a lot of uh, 19 to, you know, early, but late 30s. And that's... That's a big one. That's a big years of um, that you can make mistakes, you know. And, and um, oh, someone was telling me the other day, oh, no, I never make mistakes. And they were dead serious. Mm-hmm. I've not, I don't make to say I've not made. And I'm like, I have learned more from my mistakes and totally. my life. I mean, I'm on my third marriage for love. I've made more mistakes and I've learned more than my success. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. I mean, it is, it's amazing. You know what I mean? I mean, no, I, mean, I agree. I, I mean, I totally it's, agree. it's, it's the mistakes I've made. Boy, I've learned, they hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, so anyway, just interesting. Well, so. I totally agree. I know. So you excited to go? I'm excited. It's bittersweet. Like I said, I, you know, like I'll miss my Shane and we're going to spend, we're going to spend the weekend together next, you know, weekend and, you know, spend some time together, but you know, so we'll miss people, you know, there'll be miss, there'll be people that we miss and certain things, you know, places in Fort Worth Mm -hmm. we'll miss, but we're ready, you know, you know, it's time. It's, it's time. It's ready. I mean, I'm ready. Yeah. And Steve, gosh, letting, you know, he gets to fly mm, now. Yes. And he he's going to have, we'll have a few months off before he starts. Really? So we're going to travel. We're going to do, we just planned a great road trip to go up the coast of California into Oregon and Washington. And Mm-mm. so we're excited. Oh, I'm so jealous mm-hmm. of that. You know, and you, um, I think about this a lot and, you know, some of my best friends, and you're you're definitely one of my best friends, but like Meg. Okay, I see Meg, oh gosh, maybe once or twice a month. She's just right? 20 miles away. Right. I see her once or twice a month. I talk to her, you know, not very often. She's so busy, four seasons, but I see you three times a week. Right. And it's just, it's just. You know, I guess when you, you, or you, you have that, I see Paul uh, three or four times a week. You know what I mean? It's just like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just interesting because your clients are definitely... Right. You've, they've been with you. They have. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, of them for almost 20 years. The Millers took care of you. When, yes, when, they I totally mean, did. I know. Oh, man. So, you know, it's just, it, I, I congratulate you. I admire the heck out of you because you're such, you're the businesswoman I want to be. <laughs> oh, thank you. I don't know if it's going to happen, people. <laughs> yes, it will. So, yeah, get ready. You're going to have to mentor me. But, you know, I'm just so happy. You can also, your sister's close. Mm-hmm. Your parents have to yes. be just jumping up and down. Oh, they're so excited. So, so excited. excited. And you get to see your nephew. And, she and my niece coming niece up. To be. Niece to be. I July know. 25th. I know. Well, I'm so happy for you. I'm finally happy that we, we had time to get on the show. You were coming on and then COVID said, I know. No, you're not said, going no, anywhere. You're not going anywhere. You're Sorry. not going anywhere. And I'm going to miss you. And I love you to pieces. Oh, love you and too. everyone, you need to follow if you want to see what's going on in her life, just go her personal. It's S J D Perry. 
on Instagram. And then it's at D method virtual. So mm -hmm. just so cool. Simone, you're Simone that you're working with. She's your, uh, oh, so, Simone social media, is a genius. Yes. Social media manager that's helping. And, uh, we're going to have this clip and everything on her, on their social media here shortly. Mm -hmm. And thank you. I love thank you, you, Stephanie Perry. Love you too, and you know what? Cheers. This Cheers. is your favorite. This oh, is my the favorite. Oh. Yeah. My She's favorite. a bubble girl. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Go. All right. Cheers. cheers. Everybody follow me on Instagram, Tiffany C. Blackman. And please do me a huge favor. If you are watching or if you're not, just go ahead and go on over to YouTube. And if you will rate and review, because you know what? Climbing up in that Apple world is just a... It's, 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 it, it takes a lot. So if you would rate and review me, please, and tell us what you think and comment on YouTube. And everyone, thank you. Be safe and always be fabulous.